0: Welcome to Dwelling Place. Thank you for joining us. We pray that you will experience God's goodness in your life today. Join us for House of His Presence Monday to Saturday from 6 to 7 p.m. for worship and prayer as we host His presence every day. Good evening. I hope everyone's had a really um, joyous Christmas and New Year's and like I said last week, Christmas isn't over just because Christmas Day has passed. It's still Christmas season. We're keeping our tree up for a long time, so we're holding on to Christmas. Yeah, well, it had to come down at some point. We have to make room on the stage. But, uh, yes, no, Christmas isn't over, so we'll just keep on holding on. But uh, also, Happy New Year to everybody. I hope everybody had a good New Year celebration. Um, And so when I was thinking today about what I would share tonight... I was naturally kind of thinking about the whole thing of New Year's and, and, and what that means. And we've been talking a lot about, you know, what God has for, for the next year. Um, and so often at this time of year, like at the beginning of the year, we hear and read about many different, like, New Year's resolutions that people are making. Like, I'm going to be more fit, and I'm going to eat less junk food, I'm going to eat less candy. I've said that one. I'm going to, it doesn't happen, I'm going to watch less TV, I'm going to read more, I'm going to play less video games, whatever it is, we hear the whole list of it, all of it's good, we all, you know, make resolutions for things, Um, the list can go on and on and on. Um, And I was looking at what the word resolution means, and it actually means a firm decision to do or not to do something, which I thought was... Uh, I, I mean, that's what it, kind of what I thought it meant when you get down to the definition. But uh, when you think about New Year's resolutions, it's kind of funny because how many times do we actually not follow through? Do people actually not follow through on the New Year's resolution? Like, I don't know if you if you have Facebook or some kind of like social media thing. It's almost like it's it's almost a joke. When somebody posts like a New Year's resolution, because everybody does, it just expects nobody's actually going to follow through with it anymore, you know. Like I'm going to go, like the gyms always make jokes out of it too, because like when we were when we were working at the gym before Christmas. The one day we came in on just a random weekday and it was packed, like it was so packed. It was like the Wednesday before Christmas. And the the gym staff were like, yeah, it's all the people before Christmas that never come any other time except right now before they're about to like eat cookies and turkey for two weeks. And it's just packed out and it's the same in January. Like it's the same. If you go to a gym, it's the same in January for like a month maybe a little past January, and then after that, it goes back to normal. People come to the gym, they get a gym membership, and I'm pretty sure the gyms capitalize on this. They get a gym membership, there's like a sale, you get a free gym bag, something like that. You get a free gym bag, you go get your gym membership, and then those people continue paying $40 a month for the rest of the year, and they never, ever come. And it can be like that with so many different New Year's resolutions even though the word resolution actually means a firm decision to do or not to do something. Um, it's almost funny because like no one expects them people to actually follow through. And we've come to almost associate the term with the complete opposite of what it actually means. You know, When we hear New Year's resolutions, so many times we're like, the whole gym thing. Nobody's going to keep coming. The gyms, no, the gyms know no one's going to keep coming after January except the people that were there before. And, uh, you know, in the, in the last couple, well, the last couple days or the last week, we've been talking a lot about, you know, reflecting on what God did in 2016 and looking ahead to what God is going to do in 2017. And there have been some really incredible words uh, that have been released, not just from here in this house, but all globally about what God is doing in 2017 and, uh, and what, what he's going to do. Oops, hang on. Okay, and when I was thinking about this, I really felt God saying that this is not another New Year's resolution. That these words that He has released is not just another New Year's resolution. Um, You know, even in our in church and in our walk with God, we can we can kind of I think accidentally adopt that attitude of the New Year's resolution. In you know hearing. Uh, what God is going to do this year, but then somewhere inside, not actually expecting and not actually contending to see it happen, you know, not actually having that firm decision, that firm resolve to do or not do something, right? you not actually having that, and I don't think any of us, I'm not saying people do that purposefully, but this whole thing of a New Year's resolution, sometimes I think we may get so used to that New Year's resolution that we resolve to do for a couple of weeks, And then after that, we kind of fade. And we can accidentally kind of bring that attitude into when we're hearing what God's got for the next year, what God's going to do this year. But God's saying, this is not just another New Year's resolution. This is not just another thing that I want you to take for a few days or take for a few weeks and then forget what I'm doing. You know, that's why we're having... That one's from last year, but you know that 's why we have these things up so that it 's in the forefront of our mind what God is doing in this place, what God is doing in this city in our lives it 's not something he said once and then we want to drop it. We want to be uh, ever going after what God is doing and what he 's saying he is doing in this time and uh, I really felt that he 's saying, especially right now that um, I will do everything that I have promised. And that might be different to each person, might not look the same to each one of us because um, there's uh, different things that God has promised each one of us. But he's, he's saying, I will be faithful. Um, and there's many words this year that uh, I think that you've probably all heard that this is going to be a year that we'll see breakthrough and specifically in finances and the cancellation of debt and debt being broken off. And God's saying it is time to harvest now. And a while back, uh, maybe at the beginning of December, I was just spending some time with God, and he was really speaking to me about that the harvest is ready right now, um, that this is harvest time. Like, don't wait. It's like that passage. Don't wait. You're you're keeping on looking and saying, when when is the harvest? But God's saying the harvest is ready right now. Um, and uh, today, while I was reading and praying, I was led to this passage in Deuteronomy. So if you want to go there and follow along, you can. Um, it's Deuteronomy 28. Okay, so it says, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks, your basket and your kneading trout. Uh, trough will be blessed you will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out the Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you they will come at you from one direction but flee from you in seven the Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to the Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you the Lord will establish you as his holy people as he promised you on oath if you keep the commands of the Lord and your God. The Lord your God, and walk in obedience to Him. Then all the peoples on earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground, in the land He swore to your ancestors to give you. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of His bounty, to send rain on your land in season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord your God that I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. Wow. That is such a, like, action-packed passage there. I was so pumped after I read that it's what, and that's exactly what I heard. Um, I mean, not the entire thing, but that's where God led me when I was thinking about, uh, what he has for this new year and, and, you know, this whole thing of it not being another new year's resolution. And what I really feel is, you know, as we're, as we're going through and we're taking hold of these promises, um, you know, there's, God is promising these things, but we do have a part to play. Um, you know, and he, the whole thing of it not being another New Year's resolution, I really felt was, um, it's not about just having some unattainable goal, you know. It's not about setting this this goal that you know in reality, like we just can't get there, you know. It's not about that. Um, and so I was thinking about, you know, how do we get there? How do we how do we go about seeing what God has promised for this new year and actually you know, doing what is required of us. And when I was reading and praying, I really felt what is required of us is not to make another New Year's resolution, not to make another, you know, plan of action, but to seek his face with all of our hearts. For that to be our number one thing, that we follow him with our whole lives and we're living completely surrendered to him, totally dead to sin and alive to Christ. You know, totally abandoned to everything that would hold us back from him and totally surrendered to him. You know, it's that whole thing of having our yes to God be so big that our no to the other things is easy. We were were making a joke out of this the other day because Micah would only eat strawberries the one day. He would not eat anything else. And we said his yes to the strawberries is so great that his no to all the other food is so easy. And he was just eating the strawberries. It was so funny, but it it's it's true it's like that you know our yes to God has to be so great that our no to the things that would hold us back from him is not even a contest it's not even a you know it's not even a question, and you know it's as we're as we're wanting to to see what God has for us in this year and what he said he would do our number one priority is to live a life of intimacy with him, is to live a life each and every day of walking closely with him. You know, not to try and, um, you know, we're so, I guess, hardwired maybe or, or taught to to make this, like, make a plan. And that that is good. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But if, we, if all we ever do is just try to set a plan and make a goal, so many times we just can't get there. And, you know... Well, if we come back to what we really need to do, if we come back to it, the very base of who we are as people, as God's children, our number one priority in life is to live a life of intimacy with Him, is to live a life where we seek His face each and every day, where we have constant connection to Him, where we have constant conversation with Him, that we're not ever just kind of doing our own thing, and then a couple days later or a couple of weeks later, we come back and ask God what He thinks no it's about living constant communion with him communion with him and then also in partnership with that contending for those promises that he has spoken contending for those things that he has said he will do i think we can all have something that we have yet to see god fulfill in our lives, you know. It's awesome when God, when we see the faithfulness of God, when we see something that we have been contending for actually come to pass in our lives, and I'm sure that we all have testimonies of that. Still waiting, but as we go forward, there's, you know, there's things that we're still contending for. There's things that we're still waiting on God uh, to fulfill, and we need to never, ever give up on what God has promised. We need to never give up on what God has promised. We need to actively participate with him, partner with him to see his kingdom come in our lives. We have to actually take, take hold of that because there is the part where we seek his face first, but we have to actually contend for those things as well because he has said, like we were saying the other day, ask for rain in the season of rain. It's right there. Ask for what he said he will do. Ask for what he has already spoken. And, you know, we have to sometimes, uh, and if you've been waiting a long time for something, you might have to ask God for some renewed faith. You might have to ask God for some, some renewed hope for things. You might have to ask God to open your eyes so that you can see what he is doing and what he is going to do. You know, you might have to just uh, ask God to revive some things that maybe you had let kind of fall by the wayside. Maybe there's some things that you're contending for that God is saying I'm going to do this, but you have to partner with me. Ask God to renew your faith for these things cuz he is going to be he is going to do them. He is going to to be faithful. And the word that I got, if I can just leave you with this and then we'll pray, is you know, he is he said this is not another new year's resolution. This is real kingdom life and he who has promised will be faithful. So so tonight as we as we worship, let's just, you know, just even ask God as we're worshiping tonight to just even you know renew your faith for some things. If you if that's what you need, maybe you're not there, maybe you are. Just if there's if you some some things you need renewing on to call out for, to contend for, um, ask him for that new hope, ask him for that new faith. But you know, if you're if you're just still you're feeling faithful, that's awesome. Let's just uh, let's just know that he is faithful, that he is good, that this year is going to be a year of breakthrough like we've never seen before, and we're going to be actively participating with God to see his kingdom come. So God, we thank you. Father, we thank you for all that you have done in the last year. God, we want to always start with a heart of thankfulness. God, we always want to keep your goodness and your faithfulness at the forefront of our hearts and minds. And God, we look forward with great anticipation as we enter this new year, as we, as we come in the gate of 2017, as we walk into the year, we are so expectant for you to move and what you are going to do in our lives. And God, right now, we just say, open our eyes. God, open the eyes of our hearts so that we can see what you are doing. God, would you renew faith where it needs renewal? Father, would you bring new life into our hearts, God? If there's places where we have let promises fall by the wayside, God, would you renew our faith and our hope to see what what you have promised come to pass? God, would you lift up every heart? And you said, "All it takes is faith as small as a mustard seed." And God, we have we have much more than a mustard seed here. God, we just ask that you would that you would just uh, show yourself faithful as you have in the past, Lord God. We thank you that this is a year of breakthrough. We declare that this is a year of breakthrough. This is a year that debt will be broken off. This is a year that finances will be released in the kingdom. We declare that the church is the head and not the tail. That we are at the top and not at the bottom. And for every single person here, we declare divine breakthrough and supernatural uh supernatural connection supernatural appointments divine appointments god that all that you would have for us in this year would be fulfilled and father we just ask that you would give us grace that you would release grace on us to partner with you lord god that we would have um yeah, that we would have the resolution to actually partner with you, God, and, and see what you are doing come to pass this year. And so, God, tonight we welcome you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to come and fill this place. Fill our hearts, God. Be glorified here tonight. We are here to worship you. We are here to minister before you, God to lift up our our hearts, to lift up our voices in praise and adoration to you. So God, we welcome you to come and be enthroned on our praises tonight. Amen.